hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault, and no Adrian today. We've got we took it up one notch, and we've got the amazing Mrs. Denise Towner Chenault here, and she is going to be filling in for Adrian today because she really loves Michelle Barnes, and it was a little fist fight at the studio. So when finally Denise won, she knocked him out two punches, and Very we are nice we job. are so excited to have her aboard. It's unbelievable. Denise Chanel, how are you? What's going on? I'm I'm doing awesome, Tom. I'm super excited. And yeah, you know, I'll take anybody down if it means that I get to talk to Michelle Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> She's amazing. Hello. Hello. Michelle, how are you doing? I'm amazing. How are you doing? Never better. You guys, like the minute your faces popped up, I just like my whole world just got better, you know? <laughs> Well, like, yeah, we feel about the whole deal. disappeared for a little bit. So thank you. So Michelle, you were a millionaire in network marketing before the age of 30. And at the, you know, lots of people get lucky. And I swore when I met you, because I was so jealous of you, because you were in the same city as me. There was just no way anybody could be that successful. I can't believe you live in the same town as her and you don't know her really, really well. And it was because I was so jealous of you. And so I actually outed myself on an earlier Facebook Live or radio show many years ago. It might have even in my singles day been a secret crush. But whatever it was, I have been in awe of you since the day you were born. And I still am. Welcome to the show. We are doing big stuff this week in Dallas, Texas. Yes. But before we go talking about all of that, we want to talk about you. So Denise, take it away and just run the show, will you? <laughs> well, this is, uh, Michelle's one of my favorite people in the world. And, you know, you don't really get to know somebody until you travel across the world with them for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and you get to know the true character and personality and quirks of somebody. And we were running partners for two weeks in Tanzania. And uh, we were the only ones that packed in uh, carry-on luggage, which was two miracles to start with for she and I. And then, um, you know, we traversed the globe and we made all of our flights and everything. It was just a miracle that we got there. Yeah. And we had the most incredible time together. And, um, and I was so grateful to be able to spend that time with Michelle because like Tom said, you know, we, we live in the same, uh, we live 45 minutes away from each other and we knew of each other, obviously, but we didn't really know each other. And so spending those couple of weeks together, oh my gosh, this girl, like she has, she has built it not just once, but several times. She is an incredible leader she is an incredible recruiter. She is an incredible team leader. She is an incredible single mom. And I just fell in love with her more and more every single day. And Tom, I guess I would say that I have a girl crush as well. So that we have that going for each other. Well, that's exciting news. Michelle, it's your show. Talk to us about you. Oh my gosh. I love you guys so much. <laughs> So, Michelle, you've been in it. Companies went, they came, they went. You just kept fighting and you got through it no matter what, every time. 
what is it about this profession? You were going to be an attorney. How did this all go the way it's gone? Because you've done an incredible job of reinventing yourself. And I know how unbelievably tenacious you are and how you love the people that are actually working, not just taking credit for working. I love you. So talk about just how you fell in love with it and what's happened to your life. All right. Well, first and foremost, thank you guys. Um, thank you for the crush. I love you guys. <laughs> crush on you all right back. Uh, it's just so, you know, I love Tom that we go back 25 years. I think it's just crazy. And then of course, spending a couple of weeks traveling the globe with your beautiful wife. I mean, we just had the time of our lives. And like Denise said, you really get to know someone when you're traveling like hours upon hours and through crazy stuff and working in villages and dirty and, you know, all the things. Um, but uh, I just I love and adore you guys. I have so much respect for what you guys have done uh, in our profession. And you're just such a blessing and such a gift um, to what we do. And to every single person that meets you. So thank you for that. Um, gosh, yes. So it has been, it's been a crazy 26 and a half years, Tom. I mean, you know, this is my fifth time building it up to a six now seven figure income. And it's, it's nuts. You know, it's, I, I guess you, you could say I'm pretty scrappy. Um, and you know, when people say what motivated you to keep going through the good, the bad, the ugly, I love it all. I love the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, I'd rather have a little less ugly and a little less bad, but you know, it is what it is. And, you know, we all know that it makes us who we are today. It makes us stronger and, uh, <laughs> hasn't killed me yet. So it's gotta be making me stronger. That's, that's, that's what I'm rolling with. Um, but yeah, you know, I just, I, I fell in love with this profession and, you know, people say what motivates you. I'm like the alternative, you know, um, I was a sociology major, so I knew I didn't want to be a social worker. Um, I, I had kind of planned on being an attorney and, you know, going into my second year of law school and working with some attorneys who were miserable and seeing that they had absolutely no life and no fun. Um, my whole jam is I love teaching and preaching family first, become financially free and have fun doing it. So that is my jam. And so to be an attorney, I wouldn't have been able to put my family first. I probably wouldn't have been financially free and I definitely wouldn't have been having fun. So my three F's were history in that profession. So that is what I love about this is I'm able to really help people Put their family first. Finally, um, you know, I wouldn't say so much in the first couple decades. I was, you know, definitely a psycho workaholic, and and I still am. Um, <laughs> you know, you can ask my family. My kids are like, "Put your phone away." So I do. Um, but uh, you know, I just I just love this business. I I love helping people's health. I love helping people's financial situation. I love. More than anything, I love teaching people how to think differently. I love teaching them how to shift that mindset from an employee mindset that they've been programmed their entire lives to, to just get by um, to like, oh my gosh, like I really can, you know, be, do and have anything I want in life. So that that is what keeps me going uh, through all the craziness. <laughs> And talk about talk about your mom as as a role role model because I know you you all have a super tight family, 
We yeah. do. We yeah. do. So she's actually here staying with me this week because um, she could tell that I was like super duper stressed out <laughs> trying to get all these like PowerPoints together, which I'm, I suck at PowerPoint. So it always takes me a hundred years longer than anyone else. Um, and so she could tell that I was super stressed. So she came in, um, I guess it was Friday and she's staying with my boys until this Sunday uh, while I'm in Dallas, Texas for AMP. And uh, she's just amazing. You know, I mean, she had me when she was 18. She was a single mom. I mean, we pretty much grew up together. Um, you know, I can't even imagine being a single mom at 18. I was a single mom at 37 and and was praying for help, <laughs> you know, but she, she did it at 18, which is just crazy to me. And um, she's just, you know, she definitely instilled in me that work ethic, um, you know, work hard, treat people the way you want to be treated, you know, do the right thing, you know, have integrity, all those things. And so, um, you know, it's crazy. I always say, I, I hope and pray that I'm half the mom that she was, you know, even being in a better financial situation than we were when I was growing up. Um, you know, I just hope to be as half as good as she was and is. I, I know she's proud. Oh, she, she is. Well, it was so funny. She was such a naysayer when I started in network marketing and uh, when I was dropping out of law school, because I had already spent $80,000. So I think she was just more worried about me than anything. But she was just like, oh my gosh, those things don't work. You're never going to make any money. Blech. You know, she's like, you're going to go to jail. I'm like, jail? I'm like, what? <laughs> so she was definitely like, I call it the OPO monster, other people's opinions. I mean, oh my gosh. And, um, so she should have known better. Like, just tell me I can't do something and then I go do it 10 times. Double down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so funny because now she's always like, oh, honey, I always knew you'd be successful. <laughs> that's awesome. Right. <laughs> I'm like, sure, mom. <laughs> that's interesting, though, that, you know, because you're not the only one whose family says, oh, those things don't work. Don't do it. You're going to, you know, it's a pyramid scheme, all that stuff. And underneath it, is what you you said is they're just scared they're trying to protect you they don't want you to get hurt they don't want you to lose money all of that stuff totally yeah totally. yeah that, that's what it was and you know but now she's she's definitely proud so yeah, yeah. absolutely i don't know what i'd do without her especially this week oh my goodness <laughs> yes because your sister used to work with you. Yeah. So my sister used to work for me full time and uh, she was like my nanny slash CEO of my life slash assistant slash <laughs> therapist slash wife, husband, <laughs> you name it. And uh, she left me uh, about <laughs> three months ago. I mean, you know, she spent a decade of her life with me. So I figured it was time to let her go actually like live her own life. I was like, you can't like take care of your big sister and your nephews for the rest of your life, you know? So I'm like, we'll let you go. So she um, has been gone and I hired a, a new house manager that's been absolutely a godsend. Um, and then my mom's been helping out a lot. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You guys are, I, know you're I, couldn't do do. I couldn't do what I do without, without all my peeps. Well, it does. It takes a village, especially if you have kids. Yeah. 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 yeah it does. Especially teenage boys. Cause you never know what the hell they're doing. You know, I would always say, tell them that you trust them and then spy as much as you can. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. <laughs> you were able to grow up with your children. I mean, this profession has allowed you to grow up with those kids. 
Yeah. And that's, you didn't leave them. You weren't a struggling single mom. You weren't some tightly wound lawyer defending either Johnny Depp or Amber Heard. You are completely calm in your life. That's got to be totally joyous. And uh, it's perfect for you, man. You just, you resonate love and excitement and positivity. And there's so many women watching this show that want a little bit of what you've got. And we've got to come back after the break and talk about that because you truly are an icon in this profession. Yeah. And I've watched you and I, I did a little video around you this morning. And what's astounding to me is I eavesdropped on Denise and you having a conversation one day. And all you could talk about in that conversation was all the leaders that you have in your organization and how great they were doing. Nothing about how great you were doing and the humility and the focus on their success is as what has made you so successful. So we're going to take a break. This right. is Genesis Communication Network. Thank you, Ted Anderson, for keeping us on all this time. We are the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Denise and Tom Chenault. We will be back right after this. So we've only got 30 seconds, not a big commercial break. But wow, you have got so many people that love you and so many people that are fans. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> so exciting. So exciting. So we're going to come back here pretty doggone quick in 14 seconds. Denise, okay. you got a bigger right there. I do not. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> She's Just like, check. No bats in the cave. He treats me like a, like a six-year-old. <laughs> and we're back. It is Tom Chanel. It's Denise Chanel. It is the Legacy Leadership Show. What a day. And I'm telling you what. Another woman who's pretty cool, and I don't, I know that Michelle probably knows who she is. Denise knows who she is because she and Denise are fast friends. But Mary Lou Henner is coming on the show. The lady from, she's just unbelievable. She's not only brilliant, she can remember every moment of her entire life. She is chronological, a chronological memory. Yeah. You say, where were you? What were you doing on July 6th, 1982? She, she'll be able to tell you. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I can't did what I did this morning. Yeah. <laughs> no question. So I need to know that. Yeah. We're back at it. So people talk about you being such a great trainer. Do you do any outside training? Do you I do any outside speaking? Is there any place people can go figure out what you're doing? Yeah, I do. I'm actually um, firing up my entire like seminar and speaking business again. Um, you know, I kind of took I had a, a seminar company for a long time before I got pregnant with my first son and then kind of put that on the back burner. And then, you know, it was just building like crazy over the last, you know, 13, 14 years and raising these humans over here. And so now that they don't want to hang out with me anymore, I'm not as cool as <laughs> to be. I'm like, well, I got to come up. I got to do something with my time. So uh, I am ramping that up again. I do do a lot of speaking for, you know, real estate companies and mortgage companies and um, insurance companies and any kind of sales and stuff like that. Um, I have a lot of companies that'll bring me in for a day and depending on what they need, um, I'll, I'll do that. Um, but it's, that's my jam. Like, honestly, like, I feel like that is why God put me on this planet is to, you know, raise people's awareness um, to be put on stages, small and large, to really make an impact on people's lives. And and I love it. I love it so much. I love it more than anything. So where do we go find this little disappearance? Um, MichelleBarnes.com? 
michellebarnes.com. And uh, in the next few weeks, you'll be seeing a lot more exciting stuff on there. You're doing stuff with Christopher Hussey? You know it. That's my boy. <laughs> he is going to actually be speaking at the ANMP. Did you hear that? I know. I heard the good news and I was so excited. I was like, I'm like, I was like pushing it that direction too. So I'm so glad. Yeah. He's an icon in his own right. And he's got mad skills. He's, got, yeah. this, he's a terrible self-promoter. So he we got to get him. Yeah. He's got to get better at it. Cause he, I, told I, him, I told him that too. Like he lectures me about stuff. I'm like, all right, dude, I'm going to turn this around back on you because I'm like, I'm like your biggest promoter. Yeah. You need to be your biggest promoter. <laughs> and you are <laughs> launching him. So thank you for that. Cause I think he's got great ability. I don't oh, know if you folks understand that networker deal, but he's good. But back yeah, to Michelle, yeah. when can people start plugging into this thing? Should they get hooked up with you now or wait until you launch yeah. it? No, they can definitely like put their information in and they'll they'll get the scoop and stuff. And and my entire like goal setting training is there on that site right now, totally for free. Um, and so there's some that's a definitely a game changer. So I want to ask you about your relationship with Bob Proctor wow. and um, that whole, because I know that when he passed, it really affected you as it did, it did a lot of people, but mm -hmm. you had a special mentorship relationship with him. Talk, talk about that. I did. I, um, gosh, putting together this tribute um, that we're having at AMP this weekend has been hard, <laughs> uh, yeah. hard for me and hard for his assistant because I keep stalking her to get more, you know, pictures and videos and things like that. And, and she's like, Oh, I did not need to watch that today. And I'm like, me neither. So no wonder I've been procrastinating putting this together because it's just so hard. Um, but he just, you know, he's just such a magical human being. And, you know, Alex Morton and I were just saying that we thought he'd just live forever. You know, yeah. He, I mean, even though he's like 87 when he when he passed away in January, I mean, he just like we all thought that he was just going to live forever. And he did actually sign a contract from what I heard, um, sign a contract with the Marriott to do a training a seminar on his 100th birthday. In so talk about like putting it out there. So, um, no, he just, you know. I feel so blessed because I feel like I, I truly did manifest the heck out of him. Um, I started stalking his life in 2007 and like full on stalker mode. I mean, I read everything I could get my hands on. I watched everything I could get my hands on. And I would always joke and say, oh, yeah, Bob, my mentor or my mentor, Bob. And and, you know, my friends would always be like, oh, God, you're such a dork, you know, like, oh, yeah, Bob's a mentor. And um, sure enough, he became my personal mentor. And um, it was one of those situations. A lot of times people were like, oh, I want that person to mentor me or I want that person's time. And it was something that happened so organically. And I almost felt like he chose me. And I'm sure there were other people, too, that he chose. He didn't um, give me the time of day. I'm telling you. I chased him from stem to stern, and he just thought I was a big, fat, obnoxious guy. And it was just so funny because I was, again, so jealous of all that. we got to take a quick break. Okay. This is going to be fun, but we're going to come back and talk about Bob Proctor. And, I, I, oh, man, I am so worried about something now. I'll talk about that on the break, so don't fall asleep. We're okay. coming back right after this. This is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Denise Chenault and Tom Chenault. Stick around. Oh my gosh. So I have to do tributes for Rod Cook and also for Bob Chris. Bob Chris, yeah. 
Yeah, well, I didn't, now I know, but I didn't do any slides or anything. I just thought I had to do some sort of weepy speech. So now the little one upper from Littleton is going to kick my. I have to go figure it out. Why do you think it's stressing? I'm like, oh my oh, God. Mess now. You've ruined my weekend. Okay, yeah. we're coming back right now. <laughs> and we're back. It is Tom Chanel. It's Denise Chanel. It's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. We have got the one and only Michelle Barnes with us. She's a machine and proctored, proctored by Bob, no, mentored <laughs> by Bob Proctor. And you can see it in everything she does. She lifts people up. She makes it about them. She sees them. She's at the on the stage. She picks the aces out of the crowd, mentors them. They're now on the stage. And there is Michelle in the back of their own, just being Yoda. I love that about you. Back over to you, Denise Chanel. Well, <laughs> before we went to break, we were talking about the fact that Michelle manifested this uh, relationship with Bob Proctor and how it happened so so organically that it feels like to me it was it was definitely a, a bigger. It was a God moment. It was it was meant to be. Obviously, yeah. You know, it's so crazy. I'll give you kind of the Cliff Notes version. I was flying from Denver to San Diego. And first of all, like totally manifested. His wife, Linda, was in my last company and ended up becoming one of the top money earners. So, of course, we were so blessed to have him speak at the majority of our events. And I was flying to San Diego and I was reading You Were Born Rich, my favorite book of his. Mine looks like just like how he talks about Think and Grow Rich. I mean, <laughs> The spine is broken off. I mean, like, it's been like, and I've got my, you know, my gold cards inside. I mean, it's like crazy. Um, but I was reading it on the way there again for the millionth time. And I just leaned over and I wrote on my little like notepad. I put, I'm so happy and grateful that I get to spend personal quality time with Bob Proctor this weekend. And I'm like, hmm, that was kind of crazy. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm such a dork. So then I get there and I check my stuff in and I go downstairs to try to find some water. And I walk into the lobby and who's standing like right there when I come out, it's Bob. And I like, my heart just stopped. I was like, oh my God, totally starstruck weirdo. And um, I don't really get starstruck, but with Bob, I was like, oh my God, it's Bob. He's my best friend. He's my mentor. He doesn't even know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I went up and introduced myself and we got to talking and I just told him, um, you know, how literally reading his book and watching the secret and implementing some of the things that, that he teaches, I was able to literally double my income from 2007 to 2008. And, you know, that was obviously, you know, during that crazy recession and all that stuff, you know, plus I had been trying to get pregnant for 17 months and got pregnant and found out on Thanksgiving morning. Um, after I started implementing so much of everything that he talks about with gratitude. And so, I mean, it was just, it was just amazing. And from that point on um, at a dinner that weekend, our tables were right next to each other at this like awards ceremony. And he just leaned over and wrote on a piece of paper, his cell phone number and handed it to me. And he said, we need to talk. And I was like, oh my God, like my whole world just got better. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so we've just been the best of friends since then. And it's like, he's the most giving, generous human I've probably ever met. Mm -hmm. um, just so generous. I mean, anything I ever asked, I would be so nervous asking for anything because I never, ever wanted him to feel like I was taking advantage of him or anything. And I mean, like 
anything that I ever asked. It was just like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So it was, it was amazing. We actually were just um, going into his virtual studio. He basically has his own TV station at his house in Toronto. And we were going into his virtual studio on January 5th to do a follow-up seminar slash training to my ultimate goal setting workshop that people are able to get for free on michellebarnes.com. We were doing a whole follow-up um, training together. Um, and that's when he went into the hospital and passed away. So oh. he's been texting me from the hospital. He's like, Hey, I'll call you when I get out of here. I'm like, okay. You know, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. You guys want to get some big thing with Wallace Waddles. I yeah. mean, all I do is turn around and you guys are doing gigantic stuff. And the reason I say that is because she was, she started out just like all of you did. And all she did was never, ever, ever accept the status quo and realize she could be bigger, bolder, better. And all she had to do was walk across the room, look somebody in the eye, stick her hand out and say, help me. And people really want to help. And all of you, you need to follow Michelle. You need to plug in with her. She's the real deal and she's going to help you. And she's going to be at your table at the ANMP in Dallas. We are ordered to rotate around. We can't sit with our friends, which is good for me because I haven't got any. But you know how you're you know how you're there at those events and you're the one not sitting at the table and nobody even looks at you like you're invisible. We don't allow that, man. You're 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 a lot, it's the greatest event on the planet for you getting to understand that those great big people actually are the same as you. And all you have to do is believe it first and get going and follow people like Michelle, right? That's so true. I'm so excited. And, you know, I love AMP because I love how down to earth everybody is when they come to this event. You know, there's there's a lot of egos in our profession. We all know that. Um, but it just kind of seems like people check it at the door at this event. Some There's something, it's just, it's just a very heart-led, servant-led event to me, yeah. um, which is why it's one of my favorites, for sure. I agree. I agree. It has. It definitely has that feel. Mm -hmm. um, somebody was asking about changing companies and you've had the opportunity to start <laughs> fresh again many times. Yes. <laughs> Whether by choice or not. Yes, that's right. <laughs> One door closes, another door opens. So yeah. talk about starting. What does it take? Look, I, I know there are people that get lucky in this profession and they may make it big one time, but it, to do it more than once, it's not luck. No. Talk about that. Talk about what it takes to do it again and again and again. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a mindset and a skill set. Um, after my first company, um, you know, I was, I feel so blessed to have been, to have started where I did. Um, just because it was like crazy psycho training, mindset, skill set, you name it. And, you know, we were working 24 seven. I mean, we would eat, breathe. I mean, we lived this business. And I'm so grateful for that because, you know, I always say I accidentally made 102,000 my first year. And I say that because I didn't, I didn't know that understand the comp plan, nor did I care. Like for me, I was just like, just tell me what the driving behaviors are that I need to do to make six figures. Like, just tell me what the driving behaviors are and I'll do that. 
And so, you know, when someone asked about transitioning and, and starting over, you know, my, this last time, so the, my current company that I've been with this is my fifth company that um, we built now. Um, and our, our team does probably about, you know, eight to 11 million in sales a month, um, which is just so incredible. I mean, it's mind boggling to me, but, um, you know, six and a half years ago when, when we were kind of forced to make a, a move, I mean, after 20 years of doing this and I was with my last company with BK Breco for 14 years between new vision and Vima. And so for me, like, I'm like loyal to a fault. I would have just stayed forever, you know, but in my heart, I knew something was broken and, and I love, I loved the company. I love the products. I love the CEO. I love the leadership, but I knew something was broken and I didn't know what, but I did feel like for the first two decades, I felt like, you know, the funnel was as big at the bottom as it was at the top. And we were putting men, they were falling out. And I was like, there's got to be a way to stop this. There's got to be a way to really like, how can we really get that 97% making the 500 to a thousand bucks a month that most of us truly want to make? Right. And, and, you know, I feel like that's what we've created in the last six and a half years. And, you know, so it, it's, it hasn't been easy, but it's been such a blessing. But also when I came to this company, even though I hit the top rank in my first month, I would say I was an overnight success. It just took 20 years. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. The, there was there were two full decades of day in day out day in day out grinding and doing you know the the daily you know method of operation and and I may not be the fastest I may not be the best I may not you know but I am definitely probably the most or one of the most consistent people that anyone will ever meet you know whether I feel like it or not I am always ATMing my face off I'm always you know, in phase one, I recruit and sell every single day. And I think it's important as leaders because it's in our language. Like people know, you know, if you're not in the trenches, like you can just tell when someone's not in the trenches by, by their language and their energy around what they're talking about. So, um, you know, so when the transition, you know, it, you have to have, if you have the mindset and the skill set, it doesn't matter where you go or what you do. Because if you've done it once, if you've truly, really done it once, like you were saying to me, some right. people are lucky timing wise and yeah. good for them. You know what I mean? Um, but that never really happened for me. Mine was more like the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, the, and, the, and the great thing about that in your first company is you didn't see a ceiling. There was no ceiling. So when you make a million dollars by the time you're 30, you're like, hey, I've done it once. Yeah. You know, like that. There is no ceiling here. Let's let's game on. Let's do it again. Yeah. 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 And 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 I love that. And and for me this last time I was like, oh, do I still have it in me? Can I can yeah. I get one more hardcore? You know, you guys know how it is. It's like, man, you're like, dang it, you know. Um, you know, if so many people are like, five years, you know. <laughs> but you know what i wouldn't quit after five years anyway like what the hell would i do you know like i love this business it's it's like part of it's like in my dna it's like part of just who i am so there's no way i couldn't do this business well, <laughs> you know? what i love about you is that you know you deserve to be in the limelight but you don't it's not like you're you're putting everything aside to be in the limelight you know, for you, it's all about the team and it's about getting getting the people underneath you 
up there and showcasing them. It's more about them than it is about you. And you're, you're such a, a humble leader um, and so incredibly hardworking and, and talented and gifted. But I think that one of your, you know, winning uh, qualities is that you want, you want everybody else up there. I do, you know, I, I mean, I really do believe that a rising tide raises all ships. And I do believe that, you know, that, that the more successful people you have in your organization, the more successful you are. Absolutely. You know? And I remember asking, I think it was Lisa, I think it was Lisa Grossman. I asked her, you know, what took her, you know, what was the pivotal thing that took her to six figures and then to half a million a year and then to over a million a year. And when she said over a million a year, she said, you know, that she became basically obsolete, you know, or like, it, it, you know, basically irrelevant, almost became right. irrelevant. Right. And, um, you know, where it, it was more about the team, you know, and, and it's so true, because I think when you're a younger leader, you know, and, and I remember even, you know, you guys probably know Jeff Weisberg, Big Daddy. He was my, he was my enroller. <laughs> my last. Oh, he was. Yes. Can you believe that? He's in Italy right now, spending your money. Still, we've got to take another break. Well, he's in Italy with his kids. I love you. We're coming back right after this. This is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. What a time it's been. Michelle Barnes is amazing. We're going to talk about the A and M P right after this. Stick around. Denise and Tom Chanel, Legacy Leadership. All right. We got about 30. Yeah, Weisberg. I didn't know that. I love him. I love him too. You know, like he was, you know, like, I mean, I passed him in a heartbeat in Vima, but he was such a blessing to me. You know, he was like the upline that, you know, was constantly like total package. You need to stop working so hard. You know, like that's not what, this, that's not why you do this business. You know, All right, go back. <laughs> and we're back. It's the final segment Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Michelle Barnes and how did Jeff Weisberg possibly have you? Has anybody ever seen him? There is no way he recruited you. This is like mind boggling. I cannot even finish the rest of this show if I don't get that image of him recruiting. I, this is the shock of my network marketing career. <laughs> How did he do that? Isn't that crazy? Well, because when my last company uh, went out of business, we were looking for a home and it ended up being New Vision and BK connected us to Jeff and, you know, some people quit and I'm, was the only one that like stuck it out and uh yep good old big yeah, yeah. all right let's talk about the anmp rob cardenas you are exactly right it is going to be an epic epic event talk about just the speakers and the vibe and the hotel and the deal you get i think this thing costs like no money and you get food all your meals all those speakers it's crazy isn't it I just, you know, and like I said, that's what I love about this because I think there are so many events these days that are so outrageous, the cost, or if, you know, if somebody really, we always say you become who you hang around, but then it's almost nearly impossible for someone who's new, who's broke, like I was when I started, 
Like there's no way I could do VIP when I first started in this business for thousands and thousands of dollars and everybody's VIP at AMP. And I love that. I mean, for, I think it's like three forty nine. dollars yeah. of your meals are included for four freaking days and the hotel is like $139 a night or something crazy. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it would be crazy not to go, especially, I mean, like, I think Tom, isn't it like 57 figure earners speaking? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's like birdshot. There's so much, yeah. <laughs> so much going on all the time. Yeah. 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 Well, and then, you know, if people can't, obviously to be there live is a game changer because it's the conversations that you're going to have at lunch and dinner um, things like that. But I mean, but there's also the virtual ticket if it's last minute, like yeah. just, I mean, for $49, are you kidding me? You get one idea from one seven figure earner and one thing could be a defining moment in your career for a $49 tax write-off That's or a $349 tax write-off, you know? Yeah. And it's those moments. It's, it's the packing into the car, you know, yeah. six people in a car driving to Dallas because yeah. you can't afford to fly jamming yeah. into a, you know, hotel room. Those are the moments that for the rest of your life, you know, define can be defining. Absolutely. And it's, it is, it's the, the, the back of the room conversations. It's what happens, you know, afterwards at dinner or whatever. So yeah, I love the, I love the A&MP and Garrett and Sylvia are working so incredibly hard. I mean, they, they've had some personal challenges and to do what they're doing, um, to be able to put this incredible event together, you know, my, I just, I'm in awe, you know, and especially Sylvia, because we know that she hasn't slept in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, her dad died three days ago. Yeah. Isn't that breaking? Are you going to thank Marina Warre for putting you on the stage and letting you do it remotely, officially on the radio while we're here? <laughs> I, um, yes, I, I, I wrote her a post on uh, Instagram thanking her, um, but you know, it's like the one thing that we've learned from the last couple of years is learning how to pivot, you know? And so just when you think that you've got everything under control, then wham, bam, you know, something happens. And uh, I was supposed to be in, in Vegas presenting one of uh, a, a dozen people, uh, women presenting on stage and, and, uh, Tom got COVID, so job, Tom. <laughs> so I called Marina and uh, I said, "Look, I'll do one of one of three things. I'll come for the day and present live. I, I can do it virtually, or I cannot come and you can replace me with somebody who can be there live." And I said, "Anything you want to do, it is totally good with me. Like just." And she said let's do it virtually. And so that was just a real blessing to be able to still participate. And, um, you know, it, Eric and Marina, again, just incredible, incredible, uh, you know, what they've done for this profession. And like Michelle said, you know, I mean, gosh, back in the day, you know, when we were, we little ones, we didn't have this kind of stuff going on. You know, you couldn't, there was no such thing as virtual. Yeah. So if you couldn't show up live, you yeah. were, you just didn't go. And, and so we're able to get trained so many different ways to be able to, you know, start out mm -hmm. on the right foot. And that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, gosh, it's, 
a total game changer, you know? I mean, people literally have all the information right at their fingertips to be immensely successful in this business. So to not be, it's kind of like it's on you, right? You know, I mean, there's just, the information is there. It's just, do you have the right mindset and skill set to make it happen? That's right. Yep. All right. This was a pretty easy show because you guys did all the work. So that was really, really cool. But I am so freaked out. Do you have music in this, Bob? Do you have Proctor thing of yours? I'm still working on it, Tom. I mean, I'm working on my own PowerPoint. I am going to suck so bad. I can't believe it. I thought I was supposed to just give a touching speech. I didn't realize it was going to be a Hollywood production. So now I got to go have Denise do one. So we're going to. Now I'm not great. Thanks, Mr. Next week, Simon Chan's on the show. Mr. Baseball, never met a guy like him. He's mentored Adrian on even being a baseball coach. I love the guy with all of my heart. He's an unbelievable father, unbelievable trainer. Chose this profession just like Michelle. So make sure that you go to ANMP if you can. If not, we'll see you all next Tuesday night on the next, what the heck's this show called? Legacy Leadership Radio Show. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening, everybody. You did a great job, Michelle. Well, thank you, Mr. Chanel. You now did. you can get back to your PowerPoint. <laughs> oh, we're still live. Are we still live? Are we still live? I think we are. So, okay, yeah, we're still live. So we're still live on Facebook. The show is over. So yeah. that went to 550 radio stations. But by the time that it airs there, it will be obsolete for the ANMP, which is hysterical. But oh. then I'll be hitting michellebarnes.com which is exciting. And uh, yeah, you are, you are just spectacular and so easy to be around. We don't understand why you won't come down to Longmont or any of you other people. I promise today was just rough. (laughs) Don't worry. We'll get it together. We'll come see you. Well, we still have to have our sushi. You know what? Yeah. But the other thing too, is you, you can bring the boys up here. That would be so we fun. We can up and we can go play on the lake and go paddleboard and, bo- you know. Um, and let's play that. That sounds like yeah. way more fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. See you later. Love you.